Good Sunday evening, everybody, and welcome to the Clydesdale Media Bible Study, where we are reading the Bible in a year. I want to open us up in prayer real quick, and then we'll move into tonight's episode. Um, So first of all, bow your heads. Dear Lord, thank you so much for allowing us to have a platform where we can bring people from all over the world together to learn about you, your son, and everything that has been done for us, to try to understand your word, uh, to read through the Bible, to have an app that allows us uh, to manage that throughout the year so that we can be better equipped in today's world. I want to thank you for keeping us safe um, and healthy uh, through a very tough couple weeks with the CrossFit Games. Um, Even though some things happened, uh, we are better for it on the other end and uh, and are feeling much better now. So I want to thank you for all those blessings. Uh, we could not have done it without you. I want to thank you for all the people that are here tonight, uh, that we can have open minds and learn about everything you want us to know. In your name, we pray. Amen. So uh, before we get into details about the reading and everything, uh, a couple of things I wanted to talk about first is, Kenneth, I, don't, I do not know what an affogato is. I have seen it referenced a couple of times the last couple of weeks. I am super curious as to what that is, um, and I would love to learn. So I uh, would love to know what, what an affogato is, if you would be so kind to share. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about is uh, our trip to the CrossFit Games. We took a couple of weeks off from the Bible study. That was not the intention. Things got really busy right before we left. Um, I had to postpone because there was just no way to get everything in and uh, ready to travel the next day. Um, and the stress levels were at an all-time high. And I just said, you know what? Going to call it tonight uh, and, we'll, and we'll catch up when we get back. An espresso over a cup of ice cream. That's just dirty. So dirty. Um, Sounds great, though. A little late in the evening, though, buddy. (laughs) I don't know if... Man. Anyway. So we went... We went to the CrossFit Games. Had an amazing week. I will tell you that this Bible study helped me tremendously. Um... Not everything through the week was ideal, but but looking at the blessings I had with me as, from a team perspective, from friend perspective, family perspective, um, and being able to, to, to look at those blessings and thank God for those blessings really helped me enjoy the CrossFit Games more this year than I've ever enjoyed them in the past. Um, and it really is a different perspective and, uh, really had a good time. Again, not everything was ideal for us. And if I wasn't embedded in this Bible study, reading what we're reading, I wouldn't have been able to do what we did during that week. Um, looking at it in that positive light. Um, and it's given me the opportunity 
uh, to analyze things more critically and to be able to do things differently, maybe going into next year um, in a more positive light as opposed to um, a negative light. Um, there are moments where, like in my head, I'm I'm quick to. So one of the things I deal with a lot is I when when the when the wire snapped in my head, I, I don't know if that's the best way to put it. When I snap, um, I'm slow to anger, but when it happens, it's it's like I want to go scorched earth, and I actually use those terms over the weekend over one thing that happened to us. And I said to myself, like, I don't want to do this. Like, I know it. And I talked it through, like, I don't want to go scorched earth. And I was able to look at the positives and the blessings and, and pray to God about what was going on and move past that. And, um, and then that day turned out to be one of the best days we had at the CrossFit Games. So just want to give you some real world stuff uh, where this has kind of played a, a role. And one of the, the readings that has happened since we last met really, really spoke to this, this um, really spoke to something over the, over the week. And, I, and I'm going to talk about that as we get into the readings. The other thing I'm going to talk to you about is um, when I got back from Madison, I ended up with COVID. So I have been down and out uh, pretty much all week, just trying to power through a couple shows. I called off work a couple days. Uh, my wife got it. Um, we have been bouncing back. But I will tell you, because of that, I'm a little bit behind on the reading. Uh, because my eyes just hurt so bad to try to read. And then I've been doubling up the last couple days. So I should be caught up completely by next week um, back with that. And we can go full force into the reading. But we have plenty to talk about uh, because we didn't meet for two weeks. So with that, uh, it's, been, it's been a wild, wild ride these last two weeks, but really good stuff coming out of it. So... Um, the next thing I want to say is I want to welcome Helson Albernez. Um, he reached out to me on Instagram uh, for a link to the Discord, and he has joined in, and you guys have welcomed him with open arms. But I want to remind everybody that if you are not on our Discord channel, reach out to me at, on Instagram at Clydesdale Media or the Clydesdale CrossFitter. I'll get you that link to Discord. So you can be involved through the week in our discussions of things that we that come up and uh, and that we talk about in the Discord. And uh, Kenneth has done a great job of putting additional resources in there, other ways of um, consuming the Bible, um, some movie suggestions, things like that. Um, so definitely don't miss out on that. I'm also going to start bringing in uh, some guests to do testimonies. Uh, from the CrossFit world uh, as we move forward now. Now that we're kind of in the off-season, um, I'm going to start reaching out to some people. So hopefully in the next few weeks, we'll have some testimonials from some CrossFit Games people, and we can talk with them about that. I'm also going to give them where we're at with the readings that week if they want to jump in um, and uh, join in on the discussion that week. 
The other thing I'll tell you is if you're just finding us now, there, there's nothing to say you can't jump in where we're at and then just at the end of the year, pick up at the beginning and go back and finish the Bible uh, from that point forward, right? Um, so you can join in on the, in on the discussions with us um, and it will be, you'll be welcome with open arms and we will get you uh, all together through that. So I want to couple, cover a couple of the things that came up on Discord uh, while we were off those two weeks. And one was from Helson, uh, our new member. And that is, I am loving reading the New Testament and the Old Testament at the same time. We can see how the word is all connected and with the same message pointing to Jesus all around. I love that in Exodus, God gave them all those instructions to build the ark with a lot of gold and all those fancy materials. And sometimes just by reading, we can get caught up in that and forget about what the ark was really about. It was about the presence of God. And I confess that I was imagining the ark while I was reading the instructions like, wow, that was a fancy ark. That's a lot of gold. And then in Matthew 23, Jesus said, blind fools, which is more important, the gold or the temple that makes the gold sacred? I, I agree with Helson a lot. I think the way that this Bible app puts together the Old Testament and the New Testament, a lot of times you get those revelations um, from one to the other in the same reading where you're you're talking about the how ornate the Ark of the Covenant was going to be. And then you hear Jesus say, what's more important, all that ornateness or what's inside? And I think that is um, really cool that he pointed that out. I actually had a note, and it, it's more of a silly note for me. When I was a kid, my favorite movie was Raiders of the Lost Ark. and. If you have never seen a movie, it is a movie where Indiana Jones is trying to find the Ark of the Covenant uh, as an archaeological dig. And I never knew what the Ark of the Covenant was when I was a kid um, watching that movie. I didn't understand what it held, what it, like, that it held the Ten Commandments and that it held some of the manna from heaven and it held all that cool stuff in it, right? And uh, I just, when I finally read the Bible for the first time the whole way through in like 2017, like I was enthralled because that was one of my favorite movies as a kid. And I was making this connection to why it was so important and why, why it shouldn't have been opened, right? Why it shouldn't have been opened by the Nazis in that movie because it held such important things and that God was going to protect that. Um, and I know that's fiction and a movie and all that stuff, but it just really kind of brought it home for me as to what it was and how important it was and, and all of that. And then to read the detail at which it was built and, and all the ornateness and how important God must have felt it was um, to put all that detail into the, the vehicle that was carrying those items. Um, I thought that that was really cool for me as as a as a little twelve year old seeing Raiders of the Lost Ark for the first time, and I um I lived in a small town where we had one movie theater and it would show a double feature every day, and so Raiders of the Lost Ark never left for like a year, so I saw it like twelve times, 
um, in the theater because it was just, if you're going to pay for the double feature, you're going to watch both movies. So anyway, um, so yeah. So Beck, um, welcome. Uh, we are using the Bible app. It, you can get it on iOS or on Android devices. It is the Bible app. Um, I don't think I can pull it up here today. Um, but if you shoot me a message on IG, I can give you um, the detailed instructions on how to download it, where we're at. Uh, and you can just jump in where we're at in the Bible app. It's read the Bible in a year. It's actually a lesson plan that gives you uh, like four chapters a day to read um, through the Bible, a couple in the Old Testament, one or maybe a little bit more in the New Testament each day. And uh, it gets you through the Bible in like 314 days. Um, and that's what we're doing. And we're just discussing it every Sunday night. So, uh, yeah, but it's, I think it's the version Bible app is what it's actually called. Um, and then the, the plan, I don't know. I'm going to try to hold this up. It looks like that. Once you go in, it says Bible in a year. And the app actually is that Bible in the upper corner there. That's what it looks like. So, so yeah. Um, and if you send me a message, I'll get you the link to discord. And we just, we have a little discussion group where we talk about things through the week. Uh, so, so yeah, you can, uh, hang out with us there. And if you have any questions, you just kind of plop them in there. And then I bring them up later on this discussion where we can have a big group discussion about it. And excuse me, my voice is not on its peak performance tonight, getting over COVID. I'm feeling pretty good today. Uh, the voice is just not totally at 100%. So, the other thing that got brought up um, Sue brought up during this time, a man from the tribe of Levi married a man of his own tribe and she bore him a son. When she saw what a fine baby he was, she hid him for three months. Exodus 2, 1 and 2. And uh, he, she asks, why did she have to hide the baby? Does the same tribe mean they were siblings or something? And Amy actually answers that. Nick, you can join and do whatever you want. This is a very open group. We are welcome to all people um, of all uh, religious persuasions. We are not here to judge anybody. We're just here to learn and be open-minded about everything. So, uh, so yeah, you can, you, you can join and participate at whatever level you feel appropriate for you. Um, so Sue asks about the hiding of the baby and what does that mean? Amy jumped in as always with great information and, and described that Pharaoh was killing the boy babies to cut the Hebrew population. And she believes that there were 12 tribes, descendants of Jacob, 12 sons. So they were descendants of the same son. 
Um, she says, someone correct me if I'm wrong, but she is dead on. Uh, there are 12 tribes uh, in the Jewish world in that they are the 12 sons of Jacob. And we talked about this a couple weeks ago when Brent brought up the fact that when he was in New York City, um, he had befriended some people from the Jewish faith and that they still, they know their lineage to those 12 tribes um, to this day in modern day United States. And it is so important in the Jewish faith as to where, what, how those tribes are and what tribe you're a part of. Um, but that's what it meant. They just came from the same son of Jacob at some point down the lineage. Um, but, but Pharaoh was killing all the, the baby boys to reduce the population um, of the Hebrew nation so that um, because he felt they were becoming too powerful um, underneath him. So that's why she felt she had to hide the baby uh, for three months. And then, um, and, and that's how that, that went down. So Sue, that Amy answered that very correctly and gave you that answer. So I have some of, I have some of my own, uh, observations, uh, from this, from some of the readings and, and you guys jump in with whatever you guys want on this. So every time I read Exodus, I think, how stubborn could the Israelites be? Like God did so many things for them, supplied them with food, you know, but there were rules to it. Like, don't keep it overnight. Yet they did it anyway. You know, they, um, so um, by, by having the manna there overnight, by, um, Get feeding them and giving them drink and all of that stuff in the wilderness when when it was barren and they couldn't. He had just parted the Red Sea and killed the Egyptians who were chasing them. I can't imagine not see, seeing that and then questioning what God had in store for you when he does things like that right before that. And it just boggles my mind as they're making this journey to the promised land over and over again, how they, they disobey God, even though he is showing them over and over again, the power that he has and the plan that he has for them um, to get to the promised land. Um, it is, it, it's just crazy to me. And I'm, I'm anxious to see if anybody else goes through those thoughts every time they read Exodus as well, because It's frustrating to me that if, but I guess, I guess in this world, we see miracles all the time and, and people ignore them. And maybe that's the point. Maybe the point is that we need to be more open-minded about what we see. Um, but when you're reading it as a story, you're just like, my gosh, how can they not see the plan that God has for them? And I'm sure it happens to us in our lives every day, as I'm just thinking out loud, as I'm saying it. Um, so that was one thing that I, I really thought of a lot as I, as I read Exodus every time. And then the other thing I want to bring up is Matthew 20. And that's, um, that's what I want to talk about where I kind of got in a weird place this week at the CrossFit or last week at the CrossFit games. And it is the parable that really kind of sings home for me 
And it's the parable of the workers and how some worked a full day, some worked part of a day, yet they all made the same wages. And my gosh, I'm, I find myself always comparing myself to others, you know, and, and comparison is, is how did Jared Smith said this to me on a podcast. He said that, uh, uh, comparison is the evil twin of, um, no, I'm sorry. Expectations is the evil twin of comparison, but either way, it's just crazy. When you live on social media and you live in YouTube world and you're always comparing like views and subscribers and this and that to all of this thing. And Beck, that's perfect. The thief of joy. Comparison is a thief of joy. Um, and I think that this parable that Jesus talks about in Matthew 20 um, hits home for me so much because we just, we do that all the time. It's so easy to, especially in the CrossFit world, like, compare your scores to others, compare your times to others. And in the YouTube world, comparing my, my views and my downloads and my, and my click rate and all that stuff to other people. And what does that mean? Am I doing a good job? Am I doing a bad job? When really I just need to focus on me, just do what I love, what I believe in um, and talk to the people that I want to talk to. And it's all going to work out in the end. And I've got to stop comparing myself to others because none, none of it's real anyway, right? All of it is, is just a, a representation of things. It's not reality. And you, you really need to like focus on what's most important. And I think but by reading that parable, it, it forced me to then turn to God in those moments, like I talked about at the opening of the show and ask for help. And when I did, I had the best day at the CrossFit Games ever. I just put all that other stuff aside and I had the best day ever. And um, it was a, a true lesson in how a story from 2000 years ago can impact us today with what we are doing. Um, Kenneth jumps in with, uh, same Scott frustrates me. Like, come on guys, just do what God says. You're ruining it for the rest of us. Yeah. That uh, you're back to the Exodus thing. Um, but yeah, so much, so much of that too. Um, the other thing is again, I'm a couple days behind. I'll get caught up this week. But what I love about this part of Matthew where I'm at is Jesus is elevating to rock star status um, is the best way I can put it, right? As you notice, like every time he goes and speaks, crowds form, huge groups form. It's getting to where he has to preach from a boat in, in the water. It's, it's getting like, it's coming to this epic crescendo. And it's important to the story because Jesus has to become a threat uh, to, to humans, to, to the humans around him, right? And that's why, that's why he gets, becomes crucified. It's because he's becoming such a rock star at the moment that everybody is starting to um, be threatened by him. 
And that's why they're going to make him be arrested. And that's why they're going to jail him. And that's why they're going to crucify him. But we're at the build now where he's doing all the cool, all the cool stuff, right? He's healing this person. He's healing that person. He's making these people see he's doing all these things, right? And the crowds are growing and growing and growing and growing. And, um, and it's, it's such an, it just gets me so ramped up reading those parts because he knows what's coming and yet he's still doing it. Like he's taking all the steps he needs to, to become the threat, to become the person that everybody's afraid of because he's about to do something for all of us. And it just, it gets me so fired up reading those passages about, about this because he, he could have backed down. He could have, he could have flew under the radar, but he didn't. He went full volume 11 rock star status and did all the things he needed to do uh, to show what he was capable of and what he was going to do for us. And that is such a great love and such a great thing that when I read it, I just get completely amped up. So that's all the notes I have for this week uh, from Discord and from my observations. Uh, I will open it up to the comments or the call-in line if anybody has anything else to share um, from what they've read that they want to talk about tonight. Um, but I'm so stoked that you guys are all here. And I can't wait to keep this a consistent every Sunday night thing now uh, moving forward. So now that the CrossFit games are over, uh, things should be settled for quite some time now. And I have learned my lesson that maybe doing a Bible study during the CrossFit games is not the wisest idea. Has anybody else uh, had any experience where they read something in our reading and then encountered something like that in their everyday life that has helped them or um, has helped them understand something? So while you're, um, while you're doing that, um, are, am I in my, yes, Kenneth, as always puts it in succinctly very well for me, any God moments this week? Um, Elise asks, are your, you and your wife fully recovered? Um, I would say I'm about 90% Elise. Um, it's just my voice tonight. Uh, and today I just don't have full voice. Um, I'm really close to the mic and I have it turned pretty high, uh, to get, get out what I can. Um, but she's a little bit behind me. Um, I would put her at 40 to 50%. Um, but on the road, I think today, 
today was a ter good turning point for her. Um, also, um, if you guys, you know, prayer warriors out there, my wife's uh, mom was diagnosed with cancer while we were at, while I was at the CrossFit games and uh, we're trying to find out what all that means um, surgically and chemo wise, it is a uh, throat cancer and um, they do think it's, but it could be lymphoma as well. So just they're, we're trying to figure out the extent of everything. So if you could uh, throw out a prayer or two for them, that would be great. Holly, you can, like I said before, invest as much, as little or as much as you want. It's all good here. We, no judgment. Uh, we just are reading through the Bible and, um, and we, we want everybody here who wants to be here in whatever capacity they want to be here. So thank you for sharing and thank you for being here. And Lex says, I'm sorry to hear Scott sending some healing vibes and prayers. And we appreciate that very much, Lex. Um, so, Jay Birch, we are on. Uh, let me try to pull that up. So I believe we are on day 36. Someone please correct me if I'm wrong. Do I have that right, Elise and Kenneth? I know they've been my helpers from the beginning. So... So any uh, anybody else have any God moments? If not, we can we can call it tonight. And again, I'm going to try to get some people on uh, to talk about their testimonies over the next few weeks. Um, so super excited about that. Uh, and Elise did confirm today is day 36. So awesome. Thank you, Elise, for that. Well, with that, I will close us in prayer, and then we will rejoin next week, same time. Same channel. With that, everybody bow your heads. Dear Lord, thank you so much uh, for allowing us this open vehicle to let anybody come in and experience your word in whatever capacity they wish. Uh, whether they want to do it from a distance, whether they want to get intimately involved, we, we are open to everyone here. Without judgment, without reservation, we want everybody to come and just be a part of what we're talking about. Thank you for being guiding us and teaching us in your way uh, through this vehicle. In your name we pray. Amen. And with that, guys, I appreciate you all so much. It's awesome to see you all in the chat. Um, again, we'll be back next Sunday night, 7 o'clock, same time, same channel, doing the same thing. Uh, if you see anything in your readings this week, um, go ahead, drop that in the Discord. Jay Birch, if you need to Discord, uh, there the link is earlier in the chat. 
if that doesn't work, send me something on, um, on Instagram at either Clydesdale Media or Clydesdale CrossFitter, and we will get you the link to Discord. And then what I do is I take those notes that you guys send me through the week through Discord, and we um, that's what we discuss in the following week's episode or things that I just observations I make or people tell me about, and we talk about that. So with that, every week we have the open call-in number two. If there's something you want to talk about, you can always call in. But with this, we will close out tonight. I will rest my voice. Next week, I'll be in much fuller force. And we will see you all next time on the Clydesdale Media Bible Study. Thank you, guys. God bless. C4 Energy, Extend, and Cellucor are delivering the most effective, best tasting, and highest quality products for you. Get 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at C, the number four energy.com. That's C4energy.com. And now back to the interview.